Hi, and welcome to Telepathic TV. This is television that you watch with your third eye, and I'm, as always, R. Neville Johnston, and welcome to the show. Uh, Mary's on sabbatical this evening, uh, but we're going to, on this All Hallows Eve Eve, that is correct, it could be All Hallows Even Eve, if you wish, but uh, it's the day before Halloween, and we thought we would address uh, really a rather uh, major bane in the side of the human race, which is referred to as superstition. Da 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 da. The reason it has the prefix super is that it has superpowers, and the powers render you useless, uh, inert, uh, incapable of change. Um, uh, we as uh, human beings have the ability to shift our consciousness but not with something like superstition in the picture, uh, because superstition lowers your frequency. Uh, that's why we have uh, the occasion of Halloween, which is to poke fun at it. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, all year long we are superstitious, and uh, superstition and uh, OCD. Yeah, uh. Uh, <clears throat> let me first define superstition. It is the languaging of anything in such a way that it has more power than you do. So, we'll take one of the most superstitious words in the English language. Which one is that? Oh, uh, that would be the word luck. Luck, okay. Luck is, as far as I can tell, non-gender specific, but nonetheless we would prefer to think of it as a lady. Uh, because there is in that the idea that she can be courted. Oh, God, this is such nonsense, even to hear it coming out of my own mouth. Well, actually, I'm hearing it with my ears. The mouth is just a delivery system. Okay, so the athlete that wins the game because of the lucky socks, okay, did not win the game because of the lucky socks. He won the game because he's a good athlete, that's why. He won because he's skilled. He won because the other team was not paying that much attention. He won for a lot of different reasons, but it had nada to do with the lucky socks. And uh, if you hid the lucky socks and he had to go in there with normal socks, he would probably lose because he gives up his power to the socks. How, what is the word for, stupid. How, okay, now a lot of rabbits have lost a lot of feet over this particular aspect of human nature and we stop it, one, two, three, gone. Okay, superstition is where you language your power as something that is outside of you, but it's not true. So on this show, for weeks and weeks and weeks, and a couple of months, and then several years, and a couple days, but for a long time we have been saying that everything that happens in your life is your idea. Ah, but wait, if I think like that, I'd have to take responsibility for my life. I'd have to be, I'd have to be um, in charge of, uh, I, uh, uh, thud. Okay, now when you recover, come back here, and I will say that everything that happens in your life is your idea. What did you think free will meant? Oh, by the way, you can call in if you would like to make any comment at any time, ask any question, uh, anything that you would like to do, we would love to. We'd love to, love to hear from the audience, and I just want to say first, that if you call in, 
there are thousands of people that had the same question you had that did not call in. So be the brave one for them. Uh, let me just do, and I'm reasonably sure this is Direct Connect Pleiadian, but uh, fortune favors the bold because doubt creates chaos. If you want to play a fun game with yourself, <clears throat> what would that be? Find chaos in your life. Yes, yes, got that, got it, there it is, okay. Now reverse engineer it. What? The origin of the chaos. Oh, yeah, okay, and is that where you doubted yourself? Is it? Come on. Take responsibility. Yes, it's where I doubted myself. Yeah, okay, so let's knock that stuff off. We, we came here to build a brilliant civilization covered in, do you know how long the, the uh, what is the word for those people, the ruling class have murdered geniuses? There was a guy that invented cold fusion in his sink with like a can of soda, under, under 10 bucks, the whole outfit, and he was found killed. Really? Yes. Uh, because of a dispute with his neighbor <coughs> that a bush was growing over on the neighbor's property and the neighbor killed him for it. Yeah, that's believable. <coughs> if you're sound asleep, that's believable. All right, superstition is where you language your power as outside of you. Uh, so many books I've written on this and many other subjects. I'm working on the next um, book, and before we go there, there's a few things backed up before it. Uh, superstition. There's so many words that are inherently superstitious. The you are your power, and you know that, but if you admit it, they will come and hunt you, won't they? Hi, caller. What's your name, please? Hi, my name is Anthony. Anthony, what can I do for you? Hi, yes, sir. I had a um, question about last week's show. I, want, I tried to get in, but I, I couldn't call. Oh, welcome um, back. Uh, thank you. Um, basically, it was about past lives. And yeah. um, I, I, every night before I go to sleep, I have the same reoccurring thought. It's just a brief thought where I'm in a war, and <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand it. Like, I, I just am there, and then it's like a flash, and then I just go to sleep. So it, does that mean <laughs> I've had a past life before? Or? Many, 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 and by that I mean a whole lot of past lives. And you and I have both died in war over and over and over again. Okay, were you in the military in this life? No, but I've always uh, had a... You were not in the military because you know better. Yeah, <laughs> but, but I've always had a uh, desire to. I mean, before I even went yes. to college or anything, I've always had a pull to... I played Army when I was a kid and just we always had did. a strong draw towards it. If you want a brief but accurate map of your past lives. Return to yonder years when you were but a child and you were a cowboy and then an Indian and then a cowboy again and then a soldier and then a fireman and then a policeman and then a doctor. And those were your past lives chronologically in order, if you can recall the childhood. Huh, very interesting because actually all that pretty much sounds like me. I, you know. Um, 
police officer. My grandpa was a police officer. I have some of his things that I'm drawn to. So it, it pretty much sounds like everything you just said. Yeah, well, you were used to a military family. You, didn't, you did not not do that. My dad was in World War II. But um, I, I just knew I wasn't going to be a soldier in this lifetime. I just, well, um, Vietnam, uh, so they took my, all the guys in my high school class, the seniors, we all got on a bus, went to Manhattan. Uh, uh, a friend of mine who's certifiable, but I haven't seen him, which means he got away. Baggies were a new thing. He put peanut butter, chunky peanut butter in a baggie. And throughout all the lines, he's digging in the back of his underwear, like he's really. And they send him into the shrink, and finally he pulls his hand from back there, and it's covered in peanut butter, and he goes, ooh. They escorted him personally out of the, uh, whatever that thing was called. Yeah, remember Hell No, We Won't Go? Uh, sure, that was a little before my time, but yes, I do. I, you get the I've idea. seen it before. Okay. Uh, go see Dr. Judy Wood on YouTube, and she will have a tape of uh, the Twin Towers crashing. There was no draft after the Twin Towers. Did you notice that? Uh, yes, yes I did. Okay, the reason there was no draft is uh, everyone uh, got, um, bought the cover story. It wasn't, an airplane doesn't crash into a skyscraper and reduce it to dust with no rubble anywhere, no rubble. She, will, she coined the word dustification. In physics, if you hit something with a beam, it'll cause the atoms to repel each other. That was tested in a populated area on a national monument without anyone's permission, dot com. All right, so you're saying your flash before you fall asleep was the moment of death in the past life. And it's a, re a reoccurring. Does this mean that in another life, I, I, in a future life, I'll also be a soldier? Or does it skip? Or I don't want to be the person that makes decisions for anybody else. I, I make them for me, but nobody else. Uh, you decide if you're going to go be in a war in the future. But I'm not making the decision for you, because it's yours. And therein lies the heart of this show, superstition. If you feel you, you know, you're, oh, I was derelict of duty in that life, I wasn't killed in a war. And that was, so let me just uh, briefly amend this. I was shot to death when I was 27. By the way, I died a lot in wars when I was 27 and a half, okay? This time, I came back to life. I spent about two weeks in my mind on the other side. Apparently it was, I don't know how long I was technically dead. Because you really don't run a clock on that. You were technically, they never said it. You were technically dead for uh, seven minutes, 11 seconds. Why don't you open the franchise? Um, where do we put that? Yeah, so uh, weeks on the other side and I wake up and I, I'll tell this story then it came up. So uh, I hear this noise, which turns out to be the little beeping machine next to me. And it, it pulled me back, and it had set itself off beeping. And in comes this bouncy little nurse, 20th century nurse, a blonde and a ponytail, and right behind her is a Civil War nurse. And I managed to get focused enough to realize that uh, the 20th century nurse has just seen me come back to life. 
and the Civil War nurse had seen me blown to bits, uh, and the bits were taken to a hospital, and she watched me die. Okay, and my mind went fait accompli. Okay, and whew. so let us, uh, oh, I woke up in the hospital seeing everybody in their past lives. I had to get hired to take people in their past lives before I could shut it off. Okay, which was fun. I enjoyed all of this. Uh, let us say that it is a year and a half from waking up in that hospital bed. And um, that entire year and a half is, I'm, I cannot forgive that man for killing me. Now, while I was, uh, whatever amount of time with the angels, they showed me, they take me to this room where there's the guy that shot me. And we're signing a contract. And he says to me, kids, you know, this, this contract means that I'm going to blow your head off with a handgun when you're 27. And I go, yes, yes you are, and I sign it. So about a year and a half later, I realized that I cannot possibly forgive this man for shooting me because my signature was on the contract. He was doing what I asked him to do. Let's say three years go by, okay? During those three years, I have detested this man, don't want him anywhere near me. Um, I'm not to incarnate on the same planet with him for over a million incarnations, etc. Okay, and then this grand day that began a supernal consciousness in me, I realized that I totally love that soul for fulfilling the contract. I think of him as an extremely noble being, so noble that he agreed to play a role that covered him from head to foot in feces as far as karma goes, and did so every bit on my behalf. Because I woke up with um, what I, to this day, I still take people back into their past lives to see what's going on back there. Over the years and years and years and years of taking people into past lives, it struck me that I could take them into the future. It struck me that I could take them off planet. Your body is unbelievably quarantined to the planet Earth. You are not allowed out of here. We got a guy to the moon. Notice 40 years went by since we got him on the moon. Did you notice that? Where were we? What happened? Okay. Now, uh, your soul, however, is not at all quarantined to the Earth. Your soul has sprinkled bodies all over the universe. And I figured out the key code to take you to these other places. And then, uh, so I've taken many people to other planets, which is just a hoot point five, as they say in Texas. That is the uh, colleges in Texas. Okay, <laughs> where did I put that? Yeah, okay, and then it struck me, nothing personal about Texas. Then it struck me that I could take you between lives. So I went between lives myself. I took me, come, where are we going? We're going between lives, good. And I met the dude uh, who we've danced many dances. I've seen him before, he was not unknown. And uh, when I met him between lives, I expressed to him that I loved him for the agreement to play such a dark role in my life as it, it um, took care of the rest. I ended up with a phenomenal point of view. And it is true that we each have a unique point of view, I'm not arguing. And so I told him that I totally loved him 
and then the back and forth between so many lifetimes where I killed him, he killed me, I killed him, he killed me, I killed him, he killed me, I killed him, he killed me. It just switched off. Now, if he wants to play with others and still hasn't gotten that, that's fine with me. I don't care. But what I'm saying is, if you want, if people come to me and they say, am I going to have to reincarnate again? And I immediately say, yes, what do you think will I have to reincarnate again means? Yes, you will have to reincarnate because you're not close. You're not even vaguely close. And then I explain that if you want to not have to incarnate, you're going to have to recognize everything as love. I get it. Everything is love. The substance of the matrix is love. Everything is made out of love. It is simply, it is simply, it is simply all made of love. I am my father. I'm back now. <laughs> well, I kill me uh, in a comic sort of way. At any rate, where are we? Yeah, okay. So the, what goes on with past lives is that you keep, pardon me for saying this so directly, keep making the same mistake again and again and again and again. The reason we go back into the past life is so that you can see the mistake made and see the, the entire of the life. And then you go, well, my goodness, that's a mistake. And I happen to be in exactly the same position again in this life. Heavens. I'll make the same mistake again. See you next time. So for those not aware of it, that was heavy sarcasm. Now, in, in healing my own ego as much as I've been able to, okay, I do recognize that sarcasm is a function exclusively ego-oriented. And if I will just spit it out in English, it won't be nearly so funny, at least in that part of my mind's thinking. But no, you want to stop making these mistakes so you can get on to do something. Now, because I came back to life instead of simply... See, if I'd simply died, I'd have been born in a military family, I would have been trained, I would have been assigned to kill this man yet again, and I wouldn't have known a thing about it. But because I reanimated, I'm back. I, I believe I have made unbelievable advances uh, in my evolutionary pathway. You still there? Uh, yes, sir, I'm still here. Any, anything else we can do? I mean, thank you for calling. Oh, uh, just one last question and I'll let please, you go. Please. I appreciate it. Hello. Um, it's, it, it goes back to that and, and what you were saying about you and the gentleman who shot you. Do we basically um, come back with the same people over and over again? Is that yes. why we're drawn to sort They are people? referred to as your theater group or theater troupe, if you have a slight lisp. I can take you to meet your theater troupe if you would like. Uh, they're huge numbers. What they are is a group of souls that split off from God that are basically going through incarnation as a group. Some of them might be quite older than I. Some of them might be just coming on the planet. But we've known them again and again and again, and they're huge. Now you can take it, you can kick it up a step and say all earthlings are one group. And you can kick it up another step and say that all humanoids are one group. 
and you can kick it up a step and kick it up a step and you can keep on going till it turns out to be all one thing. However, for the sorting system that we exist in, your theater troupe is an excellent bunch to meet. And you get to play games with them and you get to go to seminars with them and you get to um, translate symbols with them. You get, um, you get to take a look at, see there, your theater troupe is already rehearsing for your next lifetime. Oh. Okay, well they are. You can sit in on a rehearsal. You have a right to change dialogue. You, can, it, you have phenomenal freedom. Down here, when thinking occurs in something referred to as a brain, I'm waiting for the laughter, but all right, I'll continue to wait. Uh, it is not the same thing as when you are a soul. You think when you're a soul, and you think with your, when you're a human, but when you're a human, you think with a brain. But when you're a soul, you think with something much bigger. Much bigger. Now, once in a while, your soul taps you basically on the top of the head, going, don't make that left. And of course, what do you do? You can fill in any time. You make the left because you're opposed to movement forward. You're opposed to, I had a, um, and we refer to it as spirit God, and that is a correct answer. And we do the opening of the third eye, which is a really brilliant way to move things forward. There's a whole language you are talking to you in that you have no clue about, which is processed third eye information. So, a uh, guide, an angel, my soul, a being, one of my Thatcher troop told me to take a camera. Now this was way before cell phones. You had to get this piece of equipment that was about the size of a cantaloupe and strap it on you and get in the car and then rearrange the seat belt uh, and went by, um, Mary recalls the story very well, we drove by a um, miniature horse farm. You know, the fences weren't very high, they had little tinies. And they had um, uh, given birth to uh, several foals, I think they are. At, okay, so there was a miniature horse and a baby miniature horse, and you could have dropped dead from how cute that was. And I've known people that have done that. And where's the camera? Uh, back at the house. About two hours that way. Yeah, good. Now, if there is a single human <clears throat> lesson, everyone agrees? Okay. Increment of remembering a lesson that we as the human race could really just get a hold of is to, pardon me while I say this in such an animated way, listen to that voice. See, that's not sarcasm because I preambled. Okay, if you will listen to that, my God, what would you do? You'd have a relatively smooth life. Okay. So that's your inner voice. And that is another word for it. Yeah, your instinct, your heart. There's, there's thousands of ways to express the same thing, but we have this one universal no button. <laughs> get, get, put a fire escape on that. Uh -huh. 
fasten your seatbelt. That used to be, that's automatic. A friend of mine worked that for me like magic. He said, you know, I'm never comfortable until the seatbelt is fastened. Duh. Didn't even notice it go in. To this day, my body puts the seatbelt on. Didn't even pay attention. I, I would be, you know, wow, you forgot to put your, no. Now the car will beep at you. Beep, 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 beep. But you can disable the button that beeps because now you're a real man and you don't want any advice from anybody. Or not you personally. You know, this concept. We men, yes, rugged, aren't we? Uh, no, not really. Uh, we'd like to believe it, though. I mean, we have all kinds of... Yes, I had rocks injected into my jaw for that rock hard jaw look, but it goes on from there. There's a hundred thousand things. So, you're all set? Yes, thank you very much. Oh, I appreciate call back it. if you have another question, and anybody in the audience who would like to call. Thank you very much, by the way. We love your call. Um, and just that you know you're appreciated, and I'm certain that helped a whole lot of people. Uh, we've, oh, superstition, yeah. The powers language is outside of you. Hi, caller. What's your name, please? Hi, um, uh, I'm, my name is Dominic. Ahmed. Hi, um, what can we do for you? Oh, hi. I, I was listening earlier how you were uh, talking about um, how uh, we were responsible for our own realities. Oh, and, God. Um, how, um, like, this reality is reflect like a mirror of yourself. And, yes, um, well I put. I was wondering, you know, like, wouldn't, like, other people in this reality be, uh, like, like, uh, other points of view in it? Sure. Like, and what were your thoughts on that? Well, this is the singularly most choreographed art of the human race. If, um, someone shoots me, as I said, it was my idea, they shoot me. They're, see, we're taught words like victim. Isn't that a clever word? No, it's not a clever word. It has become such a burden that cop shows now refer to the vic. <coughs> they can't even say victim because, I don't know, I laugh. No, there's no such thing as a victim. That's what free will means. Yeah, like uh, I was, uh, like I always feel like when I talk to another person, it's almost as if I'm talking to myself. Yeah, and you are. Yeah. Yeah. So now, uh, this society that we have going on on this planet is just totally obsessed with being different from everyone else. Obsessed. Yeah. Yet everybody wants to look the same. Yet we are one thing. This makes absolutely no sense. We, I would think if we were going to be obsessed with anything, it would be that we are all the same. Yeah. Despite gender and all those rumors that circulate about how we're different. But we're all the same. We all want to be happy. We all want to help people. We all have a true heart. Oh, there are those that came to play evil, but... Um, so, um, let's see if anyone catches this. So I want to talk about a major understanding of... See, everything is love, okay. Uh, and that's quite a subject because if you... There's 15 people vying. Okay, let me just do the... Hello? Yes. No, I, I just had to put all this stuff into a denser form to get it out of my mouth. Okay. The, um, 
Okay. Love is the reason water is wet. This is a quote from Marianne Rada. Love is the reason water is wet, because love does just what the essence of a thing does in order to be itself. In other words, if the essence of the being is evil, then love does evil in order for the being to be true to its own essence. You got that? Yeah, I got that. So, like, this whole experience is just to find and know thyself? Yeah, I would go with that. Uh, if you ask me about the whole experience, I have to admit that it's about having fun, really. Not at the having expense fun, really. of others, but uh, just to sum it up, the more fun you're having, the more alive you feel. And inversely, yeah. the less fun you're having, the less alive you feel. Therefore, the essence, the meaning of life is to have fun. Yeah, that makes sense, because yeah. um, if we all, you know, existed outside of here, I guess we would come into this little game just to forget everything, to see <laughs> ourselves, right? You can't get into this game without forgetting everything. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> yeah, no, amnesia is required because they, they don't begin to trust us, by the way, about past lives. They, the, there are planets where everybody's born knowing all of their past lives, believe me, it's significantly advanced from this one. Uh, and the reason for that is that if someone hurts you in a past life and you see them, you'll go, ooh, and run away, and they won't get the opportunity, and that's ooh, and run away. Uh, and they won't get the opportunity to make amends, so the whole thing's the gears jam, and so they won't let us in on it. Mm -hmm. And so they've shot who knows how many in here to, um, Mary and I both do uh, take people into past lives uh, in order for you to begin to get, you know, just recently they unlocked a series of past lives I didn't even imagine that I had. For me, yeah, my yeah. personal past lives just that, Hi, this is what happened. Uh. Well, uh. when someone hurts me, I just, just say, okay. Yeah. And move on and forgive them. I mean, I don't, it's already been done. I don't even think there's a need to forgive. Yeah, correct. The word forgive makes my skin crawl. See, there it is. It's crawling. The word, the word forgive is, oh, I'm so much better than you that I will forgive you. Yeah. See how well sarcasm teaches. I swear there's a line in there I'm going to find. Okay, so this idea of forgive, no, 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 you love them for hurting you. Then they don't have to do it anymore. As long as you forgive them, that is just this bouncy wall that they have created to insulate you within the mirror. Error. Follow? The mirror, like uh, everything's just a mirror of yourself, right? Yes, but it takes the super colossal genius to um, figure out that um, whatever this is, it's me. And like uh, other people are just different points of you, right? Yes. And as, so we're all individually souls that agreed to bring an individual point of view in order for evolution to happen. Mm. As a planet, the, <clears throat> the biggest single thing that any one of us can do is to become more conscious. You become more conscious by meditating. You become more conscious by retraining your brain. See, the average brain on this planet, <laughs> no zombie comments, please. The yeah, like, uh, 
connecting more to your spirit and just getting rid of all the, the monkey thoughts or the, the human brain or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's very specific ways to do that as well. See, the average person is running a search engine which simply states, will this hurt me? I like to say, will this serve all? Much better than will this hurt me. Okay, yeah. we're talking about the average amongst us. Yeah. Okay. And then the next engine, search engine up from that is, what's really going on here? But no, very yeah, it, it, something strange, I always felt like something strange was going on here, like um, <laughs> certain people would know more and they like to trick others into yes. spiritual slavery, sort of. Uh, basically, like. someone playing with evil. See, everything yeah. is love. Yeah. So um, uh, I don't. I actually, I don't ever like to even claim to use a name. But um, do you know anything about the the name, like uh, that sort of topic? I'm sorry. The people? question is. Um, uh, the. I feel like um, the name is like a, a big deal here, since we're all you know, the same being. When we separate yeah, yeah. separate ourselves with names and. Right. If someone could, could potentially claim ownership over that name, wouldn't over ownership over the name? Wouldn't that mean they owned you? Or the name claims over, yeah, ownership over you. Now, when yeah. I was young and studying, I played with medicine when I was young. The idea of, and I it kept bothering me that once I knew the name of something, it became a reality. But before yeah. I knew the name of it, it was an itch. Mm. Now that I know the name of it, it's um, uh, melanoma. Is that the name? doesn't make any difference. I remember Mel, he was very mellow. But, uh, but that's probably spelled M-A-L, knowing the, yeah. If you change well, well, it to spell it M-E-L, it would just be an itch again. You know that. That's sort of a joke that I guess I'm the only one that got, but basically I'm usually the only one that gets my jokes. Well, I didn't what stand I've been up studying, um, What I've been studying is um, the, the legal name, the legal fiction, ah. and how... Um, the Crown claims ownership over it when you register it via the birth certificate. Uh, yes, well done. You want that's to what I've been watch. Studying, and the I think that's like, like the, uh, the key to this uh, reality. Watch David Wynn Miller. Go to YouTube. I think he's got 48 hours of him talking. Spend the weekend, listen to every word this man says. He explains that with such an eloquence that I would not even pretend to. Emulate. He yeah, like um, that. you know, I, I experienced it personally when I had to go to traffic court a few times, and it, it turns out I don't own that name, so it's it's really weird. No, it's designed to make you powerless, but the reality is, you are the only one that can make you powerless. That's exactly what I thought. Yes, but you cannot tell a judge that. However, no, they don't know. David they're, they're Wynn programmed Miller, or something. David Wynn Miller told a judge that. Okay, well, and they could took you repeat his... repeat the, the name again, who, who I should listen to? For the fifth time, David okay. Wynn Miller, W-I-N-N Miller. He's got about 48 hours of him standing there talking. You have never met anyone this bright. No. Okay, uh, he was, um, his children were taken from him by a judge. It's so <clears throat> urinated this man off that he went and read at a phenomenal speed 
law book after law book after law book after law book, he went and got the judge fired and his wow. children back. Seven years later, the judge was reappointed. He walked into his court again and he got him fired a second time, okay, for another seven-year period. In that second seven-year period, he was hired to bring down federal court judges. He explains in, I think, the first few hours of this uh, treatise that he's laid down that uh, Benjamin Franklin, uh, it's uh, most complex, he talks about an algebraic formula that will allow you to understand any language on earth. He's the guy that came here to put the end to Babylon. Babylon, yeah, I heard that. Yeah, yeah, I don't mean the series, which was, ugh. The, you know, the number of languages spoken on earth, not including twins that make up their own language. You know, the number of languages. He says there's an it, underwriting algebraic formula, I believe it. it it's like, a, it's phonics or like a, like yeah. a meaning behind every sound, like a spells or spelling. Yeah, but he goes a lot further than that. He, he, he puts down a premise that would make any legal document on this earth invalid. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. Um, and states I don't see how man-made laws are above, you know, the laws of the universe. Uh, law is a tricky word to use there. And I agree with your, the spirit of what you're saying. There is being, and we have been perverted into doing. The one and only place I found English to be accurate was to say that uh -huh. we are human beings. Being, being is the way to be, and doing is sort of a Luciferian mindset. Basically, yeah. Now, I admit you've got to put food in your body, but not everyone agrees. There's the Agnihotra ceremony in India. India turns out people that don't eat or drink on a regular basis. They exist off of sunlight. I've heard of uh, people using urine therapy. Uh, drinking yeah, there's a name urine. for it. I don't remember. Yeah, so you're restoring your own minerals rather than getting rid of them. Uh, new minerals Is that effective? Minerals. Would you know anything about that? Uh, I've heard positive reports about it. I mean, I've heard like extremes, like people living really long, and and uh, I'm just interested in that. Uh, vegan is what interests me. It turns out the American Dairy Association lied to us. Um, Milk does not do a body good. They're paying old men to drink glasses of milk in the background of films, so it's reinforced. Now, uh, when I went vegan, oh, I don't know, some months later after I went vegan, people accused me of being pink. And it caused me to realize that I had been yellowed, and that's a liver function if you're white in the Caucasian then. So my liver was poisoned. Wow. And that was like the raccoon eyes. And after the a vegan for a while, that went away. And so I have spent a lifetime with a clogged liver. I'll have cheese with that because I'm not, well, eat cheese if you want to. I'm not here to say who eats what. I'm just saying that, um, uh, God, the blood flow messes up really quite succinctly when you just keep running. If you're breastfeeding, I see your point about milk, but God, if you're not. 
what do you think about like world events? Boring. Um, boring. I, I feel like boring. they're they're boring. Yep. Boring. Boring. That's I what like I think about just, them. Um, I feel like they're just um, like someone else trying to create my own reality, and I don't no, like to no. allow anyone to create my own. Come reality. back here. This is to make people frightened, so they can be controlled. Are there any questions? Ebola. Are you frightened yet? Double Ebola. Triple Ebola. The guy next to you has it. But we have this syringe, some side effects, suicide probable, murder spree probable. But tell a doctor so we have someone to blame. Mm. Yeah, right? Yeah. Okay, I got my next call, man. Thank you very much. All right, for thank you. Thank you so much. You too. Hey, thanks for calling. We loved your call, man. Call in again. You're brilliant. Call in again. Okay. Hi, caller. What's your name, please? Ah, uh, this worked. Okay. So, when you are languaging, anything is outside of your power. You are lying to you. Hi, caller. What's your name, please? I'm Jenny. Jenny, what can we do for you? Yes, hi. I'm calling because you guys were having a discussion about past lives. Sure. And I have um, a relationship in my life where I've been told that me and this particular person have spent many lives together. Yep, yep. But this relationship is, like, causing me a lot of pain. and That's nothing I'm, new. I feel like I've lost this person before, or they have died on me, or... And, and I'm just wondering if you could offer me, like, some insight as to how I can figure out what happened and why in this lifetime I'm still trying to save this person, or I don't really understand it. Jenny, correct? Yes. Jenny. This has been going on for a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of lifetimes, okay? Now, I am saying to you that there is a point, if you wish, you can come and I'll take you back into the past lives and you can see this series of events firsthand, which will help a lot. In general, where these patterns keep repeating, it is about the idea that growth has to occur. There's um, <sighs> between lives, you plan the next life. I have figured out that you can do that now. So, if with this person you decide that you guys are going to meet in college after you both found your way in life, and uh, recognize each other instantly as, as the true love that you are. By the way, soulmates have um, a corresponding, um, because it's so confusing down here, soulmates come with ID tags. Really? What would that be? Oh, um, Drumbelow talks about the idea that he had a um, five-sided star birthmark on his left side on his back. And when he met his um, wife, they have three kids. They are really one of the greater success stories that I understand, uh, that she had the same thing on the opposite side of the body. That aside, you want to sit 
and make decisions about how a life will go because the great power of the human being is decision. Now decision is easily corrupted by emotional immaturity, better known as ego. Uh, emotional, emotional maturity uh, occurs. See, without the emotions, we're going nowhere. We're dead in the water. There, there just would be the, the um, I always want to say Vulcans, but it's the Pleiadians that did away with evil. And when they did away with evil, they did away with their creativity. I'm slightly tangential at this point. Decide what the life with this person is going to be. Call gender, because you thought of it first. Funny to me. Okay, and um, uh, describe the, the effect, describe the lifetime, describe the um, great-grandchildren, describe the house, describe the, just make these decisions, because we don't know that we've already done that about this life. We've already done that about this life. We have. Now, let me give you a really important point here. You can make a different decision. We have that much power and authority. One, two, three. Just like that. Your life is a stream of decisions. Now, when we start to believe things, that people talk, and I was talking to a guy in the uh, cat food store, and believe me, um, you're welcome to call in. I, I said that at the time. But he was listing, oh, I can't find a new house, the, whatever it was he was saying. Just dink, 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 dink. Let me just remove that to someone we don't know from Adam who says, my car broke down, my wife left me, I can't find, the kids won't talk to me, the dog doesn't want to look at me, the weeds are over. Every one of those things was a decision you made. But I have blame. Yeah, how's that working out for you? But I'm attached to outcome. Yeah, yeah that makes everything work. Uh, let's see, there's a third one hiding, come over here. Oh, yeah, um, resistance. There's a trinity. So, make some, uh, make some decisions, decide that uh, this gets better or this gets gone. Because yeah, you cannot make his decisions for him, nor can I make yours for you. But if it were my position, it gets better or gets gone. That's just the deal, right? Or not. Works for me. Um, Jen, are you still there? Yeah, I'm, I just... Didn't mean to be harsh. I'm just saying we don't recognize our authority. Please go ahead, what were you saying? I just don't understand why I feel this way and he doesn't feel Cause the same way. Your like turn. I, I feel it and I know that we've it's your turn to be the kind, empathetic, sympathetic one, and his turn to be the one that experiences life exclusively from his point of view. Make decisions. Your reality, your life, is your idea. 
Paula? Yeah, maybe I should contact you. Um, yeah, maybe great. I should contact you and kind of sit down with you and see if we can go into the past life and yeah. help and understand. Been doing this many, many, many years. More years than I would care to remember. But it's all right, I forget easily. Jen, just um, email in telepathictv.com, for example. Or I'm telepathicguy at yahoo.com. Just, uh, yeah, there we go. There's the, just email in and um, uh, I'll get back to you if you wish. Jen, thank you very much. You're welcome to call in again later in the show, call in again next week. Uh, but we would love to do something about this because, and thank you for speaking this. Do understand that there were many, many, many thousand people that would have asked that question with those stipulations. So thanks for being the one bold and brave enough to do that, and I congratulate you on that. You're good. Thank you. Thank you. And you're welcome to call back whenever. Hi, caller. What's your name, please? And you're welcome to call back whenever. Hi, caller. What's your name, please? Ah. My name is Rose. Rose, what can we do for you? My name is Rose. Oh, Rose, you're too close to the uh, set. It's feed, I feeding. I want to hear about. Oh, Rose, you're too Rose, you're too close to the set. Move away from the set. Yeah, Rose. Now, what would you like? Okay, I want to know about the Middle East war. When will be finished? Especially now, there is that much uh, people. Is one yes. for another? Right. Okay. The thing that the government is most afraid of is people becoming conscious. I just read an article on a solar-powered car. Solar-powered car. And I, for the life of me, could not figure that out, why that didn't exist much earlier. The, this, the, the Middle Eastern wars are all ego. They're just two egos bouncing against each other. It's now... The Vietnam War ended when the ratings dropped. When people stopped paying attention to it, it ended. Rose, do you follow me? Yes. Yeah. As long as people keep this thing alive, then it's going to be alive. Uh, I'm a child of the 60s, and we had the song, Hell No, I Won't Go. Uh, up until 9-11, we were still drafting people and making them go. No, it has to be that we, we no longer want to steal from people that have very little. So this will go away. When we see thought creates and where you place your attention grows. And the media habitually tricks people into placing their attention on things to get them to grow. So just let go of it. And I know these are people you know, and I know these are people you're related to. I really understand the heartbreak in this. But it is for, it is also, um, there's self-love and love of others, okay? Now, <clears throat> that's done in a mathematical equation. The more you love others, the less you love yourself. If you run that to like 90% loving others and 10% loving you, you'll clock 
you won't be able to stay alive, 90-something percent, okay? And then inversely, when you're 90% in your own favor and care very little about others, you'll clock, but somebody will do it for you. That's humor. So you want to just let, let that be, not to, not, see that all the minds on the earth that are running that thing like this are what's keeping it alive. They just keep thinking about it. And I'm not making you wrong or anything like that. I'm saying your power and authority in this is to allow it to wind down. And they do nothing but wind it up because it's keeping the economy in this country moving. And that's really kind of dumb because we could all have solar cars. The next year, there could be no more gasoline required. Oil, because you have to lubricate machinery, but somebody, they've already done that artificially, so mm. as far as I know. Yeah, so that if you want it to end, you let go of it. You stop thinking about it. It's the same thing. You know how if you have an itch and you keep scratching it and the itch becomes, then it takes over the, the leg, the foot, the whatever. It's the same exact principle, only it's internal. So you say, bless you all for the games you play. Thank you so much. I have a life to live. And your children are in this country, yes? Yeah. Yeah, take care of your kids. That's what you do. And, and you don't discuss it at the table anymore, and you don't, you don't play dinner table, and you don't turn the news up when it comes on. Just let them do that. Let them do it. Everything's perfect, which would have been more of the subject. Super, oh yeah, this fits into superstition. Your power is being tricked to being placed outside of you, just like the lucky socks, just like the war, just like anything you want to place your attention on, you're going to grow it. So the single human thing to do would be to pay attention to where you're placing attention. All right, Rose, I love your call. Uh, I appreciate this is a very powerful thing, and I appreciate you doing it. And we're about out of time. So, oh, please call in next week. Everybody, anybody who would like to call in, call in next week. And uh, we love your calls because uh, you realize the number of people that would have asked that question. So, Rose, thank you very much. Oh, and this is the, uh, this is the uh, latest painting I've done, which just posted on uh, Fine Art America. In other words, you could acquire a print of it. Um, this is the idea that um, on a planet that has been populated with humanoids, one of the early things they do is to divide it into races. Okay, and that is to prevent racism. And this painting in particular, which is actually a pastel, is on the American Revolution and how now that we are evolving, we will merge back into one planetary race, which will take a while. We're going to be at Ruby Tuesdays in Fairfax Circle. If you all would like to come and join us, we'll be there laughing and throwing things in the air and giggling, and uh, you can come and meet us in person. And uh, there's more about that painting. It's on, uh, go to telepathictv.com and hit uh, the art page, and it will uh, print the rest of what I had to say about that painting. Ooh, we're happy. Yes, we, we've taught the staff here again, semaphore. And so apparently that's the, yes, okay, good. Anyhow, um, Mary will be back next week. Uh, we love you all. Thank you so much for coming. And oh, this is going to be in an art show, which is why I brought it in. 
in Lake Ann Gallery. They, they are applying for sculptures. And so I'm going to run this thing. And uh, I built a bunch of sculptures to run over there. So I'll just finish this up quickly, really fast. Okay, good. That Thank you.